Let's hit it. And welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Here we go. What you think about. Welcome back to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I hope you enjoyed our opening music. It's called Clarion Call by the Mark Arneson Band featuring Maya Dore. And you can download it on any of your favorite music platforms. For those of you that are new to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio, we're about sound news, not just sound bites. Our goal is to have real conversations with people who are actually in the trenches, those diagnosed, family members, professionals, and so much more. You can always check out any of our shows in our archives. Now, before I introduce our guest today, we're going to be talking about technology, but I always like to give a few shout outs. And one of them is to the Memory Cafe directory. I adore the work that they do, and I am uh, just a huge, huge raving fan. I actually facilitate three Memory Cafes, and those are virtual now due to COVID, and anybody can join us. With Arthur Senior Care, we do uh, one on the second and the fourth Wednesday of each month at one o'clock. And then with Artist Senior Living, uh, we do one on the third Wednesday at one o'clock, and that is Central Time. There are others out there that you can join, and you can go to Memory Cafe Directory dot com for more information. I also have to give a shout out to Dementia Map, our global resource directory. We are just getting such wonderful reviews and we would love our listeners to check it out. This is something that's accessible to people 24-7. You don't have to give us any confidential information. We're not going to reach out to you. We just are trying to get information out to people. For those of you that have resources, you can go to DementiaMap.com and click on Have a Tour with Me, and I'd be glad to give you a buzz around. There are free and paid plans, so budget isn't an issue. I want to also give a shout out to Coral Health. Coral Health is still allowing people to download two of their music apps. One is Music First, and the other is Coral Faith. So just go to Coral, C-O, rofaith.com for more information. We're going to hear from the Footbar Walker and we'll be right back. Introducing the life-changing Footbar Walker. I'm Peggy from Danville, Kentucky and I'm 91 years old. The Footbar Walker revolutionized my care of George. It absolutely benefits the patient and the caregiver both and that's the beauty of it. It's so easy to use. It folds up just like a dream. I got it in and out of the car without any effort at all. The saving that I made from having to put him in a nursing home came to about $192,000. Does someone you love use a walker? Do they struggle to get up from a seated position? Are you a caregiver dealing with physical pain and stress as you help your patient? The Foot Bar Walker was designed to assist not only the patient, but also the caregiver. Patients have more control standing up, and no lifting from the caregiver is required. See how it works at 
at thefootbarwalker.com. That's thefootbarwalker.com. Peggy, would you recommend the Footbar Walker? Do I ever? I would not be in the health that I'm in today at this age had it not been for the Footbar Walker. Now today I am really excited to introduce to you two gentlemen who work with GrandPad. And Scott Lean is the co-founder and CEO, and he's been on the show before. He leads the company in its drive to build technology platforms that empower seniors of all ages and technological skills to connect them with family and friends and caregivers. Scott has a wealth of prior experience in the software development industry and mobile technology innovation. So we're gonna learn a lot today. In addition, we have Nathan Voigt with us. He is the Director of Strategic Accounts for GrandPad, and Nathan has extensive experience prior to joining GrandPad in delivering software and consulting services to Medicare Advantage plans. So welcome. I am thrilled to have you with us today. Great to be on your show, Lori. Wonderful. Well, Scott, I'm, I'm so interested to learn what's been going on with your company since, since we last had you on the show. But before we dive into all of that, I always like for our audience to know if you've personally been touched by dementia in your own circle of friends or family. Yeah, absolutely. Both in my, in my family, my wife's family and, and friends. And then of course, in our role here at GrandPad, we've, um, we've now reached over a million people in 120 countries and a million people. And that's the seniors we serve and their families and caregivers. And our focus is exclusively on elderly people, primarily age 75 and older. So as you know, uh, the statistics, uh, we bump into a lot of folks and we're honored to try to help be part of that solution. For me, Lori, um, my uh, my aunt, my mom's twin sister, has uh, fairly advanced dementia. I don't know that she's got an Alzheimer's diagnosis, but um, she's struggling with a lot of memory and cognition issues. She's in a home, and so we haven't seen her in person for uh, this entire stretch since last March. And what's interesting about her case is uh, her twin, my mother, they're both 87, uh, is right as rain. I mean, couldn't be sharper and does all of her own driving and shopping and yard work and everything. And it's just interesting to see how it can affect two people with uh, very close, you know, gene pools, essentially. So it is amazing. It, it knows no borders and it doesn't care and it affects everybody just a little bit different. So it's good to have these conversations and learn about these tools. Scott, I'm going to throw this one at you first. If you can uh, tell people a little bit about what is GrandPad and how is it different? There's a lot of technology out there today, but what's different? What makes you guys stand out? We started the company seven years ago to bring families together and put seniors, we lovingly call super seniors, uh, those primarily over the age of 75, put them back at the center of the family and reconnect them in a safe and engaging way with their family, friends, and caregivers. We, we saw, sadly, the technology become a barrier to connecting. Uh, you know, the kids are on Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram, and grandma and grandpa are left out of that conversation. So that was seven years ago before COVID. Now, with COVID, it's more important than ever that we have a way to digitally connect. So that's what we set out to do. Um, what, what's different about us is standard technology. So all these smartphones that all of us young people use, these were designed by 30-year-olds for 30-year-olds. 
they work pretty good for kids down to about age 10 and they work pretty good for people up to about age 50 or 60. I'm 57 and the buttons are starting to get small for me and I'm making the fonts bigger and bigger. And frankly, my iPhone is more confusing to me than it was seven years ago. The technology has gotten harder for me, not easier. So we took a totally different view and said, we're going to design a product from the ground up for 80 year olds and older and knowing then that it will work really well for people up to about age 110. Um, our oldest user at the moment is lovely S Hester Ford from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's 116 years old. She's been uh, in the media, 116. I got to know a lady here in Minnesota a few years back. Her name was Anna. She was 114. So we've proven our product works for the, uh, like Hester, she's the oldest human being in the United States. So the oldest uh, uh, person. And then, you know, down to about people age 50. So we're really focused on that group. And we actually, what, what I think is really, you know, our secret sauce, and, and I'm happy to share it, is none of us have been 80 or 90 or 114 before. We don't know what it's like to have the physical or cognitive impairments that a 90-year-old might have. So we don't guess. We employ a group of lovely people. We call them our grand advisors. And they're part of our whole design and build process from the beginning. They guide us. We're just the hands and they, they guide us and tell us, and then we build the product that they want and they test it and use it. And then that's what we roll out. So um, I'd be happy to share more of the specifics, but that's, uh, that's really what GrandPad is all about. Well, that's really cool. And it's like such a respectful process. I'm pushing 62. So I know what you mean about the buttons and the size and the, the colors and the sounds and all, all of that stuff, which I didn't understand when I was younger at all. I never, never understood what background noise was or, you know, why isn't that clear to you? I can see that fine, mom. <laughs> you know? And so I think it's wonderful that you are empowering them to, to teach us you know, what we can do better. Um, Nathan, anything you want to add to, to what Scott just told us? Well, it's interesting, um, you know, Scott's talking a lot about the senior experience. And um, I came from a background in healthcare, working with Medicare Advantage plans. And the movement there for a long time has been towards value-based care, um, paying for outcomes rather than interventions and procedures and so forth. Um, and that's, of course, driven people to have an interest in, you know, care at home, remote care, because if we can care for people in the home and keep eyes at them, we can avoid some of those sort of you know, catastrophic and very expensive um, activities. But the challenges there have been somewhat the same. I mean, that the technology that gets deployed oftentimes is not enjoyable for seniors to use. So you drop a bunch of, you know, clinical tools and remote patient gear on people and, you know, people don't use it. There's a lot of attrition. Um, and so this, you know, COVID accelerated a lot of this, but there was already a lot of movement towards, you mentioned telehealth earlier, Lori, but there's just been a lot of movement towards, you know, care in the home, remote patient care, remote patient monitoring. And GrandPet has found itself in a unique position to help with that as well, simply because, you know, we didn't start out as a clinical solution. We didn't say, hey, how are we going to, you know, drop a blood pressure off the cuff off uh, so we can take readings on uh, seniors, we created something that seniors actually like and, and enjoy using. Um, and then it turns out that we can also help uh, our partners with remote patient care and telemedicine. And so it's been a, like kind of a happy marriage in the sense that it's something that the seniors really enjoy uh, and clinicians and our healthcare partners um, can rely on. 
uh, to actually get that care and get that eyes on get those eyes on people when they need them. Well, that's fantastic, and I think that's so wise to your approach because. Um, you know, my mom had dementia for 30 years. Uh, Nathan, you probably don't know that. I think Scott does. But, you know, they teach us so much in this whole, this, this whole progression of disease and, you know, what is life really about? And what do you really want out of it? And it really isn't the big, fancy, flashy stuff. It's the little, little pieces of joy and the, the engagement and stuff. And I think when you get that emotional buy-in, you know, I mean, to me, that's the sweet spot. That's where people are empowered to make a difference because they feel the effect of it on their own life. And I think that's what Grandpad does is, you know, it, it, it empowers people to stay connected and to be able to even teach. You know, what we term, you know, many times is you guys, the experts, what is really needed to have that voice be heard. That's uh, that's uh, that's a really powerful, powerful tool, and it cuts to the chase in terms of getting us where we need to go with technology. Mm-hmm. Scott, I want to talk about, um, you know, you've kind of um, mentioned how GradPad can improve the lives of seniors, you know, especially those, you know, 75, 80 and over. Um, but can you give us some examples of that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, by designing something designed just for them and their unique needs and desires and capabilities. And, but when you do that, we, we believe it opens up what I call the four C's first is giving them confidence, give them connection with family, friends, and caregivers, give them access to content, whether it's media or health information, and then the ability to do commerce, e-commerce and, you know, order things and have them delivered, especially in this COVID era. So to go into each of those, the the first, the confidence part is so key because, you know, if, if every day, if our smartphones that we used made us feel stupid, we'd quit using them right now. And for us younger people, when we have challenges, we might get upset with Apple or Google or Amazon or who have you. And, but, but we know like, we know it's not us, right? Sadly, with this age group, the technology that was not designed for them, oftentimes what we saw, it was that it would actually erode people's self-confidence. It would frustrate them. And I think about my mom, who we started the company for. She was a brilliant lady. She was running her own business. And she thought that the expectation was for her as an 80-year-old was to remember 50 passwords and remember how to do this, that, and the other thing. And when she wasn't able to easily do that, she thought that there was something wrong with her. And what we did is we flipped that. And when we designed something that was easy for her, all of a sudden she was able to easily enjoy, enjoyably and safely do video calls with her grandchildren. It became a huge confidence builder that boosted her and really g- gave her that kind of pep in her step again, like, hey, look at me, look what I'm able to do by myself. I didn't have to have somebody help me or handhold or have my son do it for me. I did it for myself. So it's about self-confidence and independence. That then opened up this connection. Now she was able to stay connected easily and enjoyably and in, 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 in importantly, in a rich way. I think grandkids have probably all experienced those awkward things where maybe they don't see their grandparents very often. So when they get together at Thanksgiving or Christmas, they don't have much to talk about because they haven't seen each other. And the 
grandparents don't know what's going on in their grandchildren's life. They don't know that they're involved in, you know, football or band or what have you. And the grandkids don't know what's going on in grandpa or grandma's life. So they kind of have that, you know, like we're strangers. By creating ongoing connection between the family, and that might be just sharing pictures. It might be that grandson showing, hey, here's a painting I painted in art class today. And now grandpa is, wow, that really, you know, I used to be a painter and now they have something to talk about. So that's creating that connection in family and then friends and then creating the easy connection out to their caregivers. And then Nathan touched on, especially now in this COVID era of, of, of telehealth, I can easily connect with my clinicians who can help improve my health. And then that leads to the content. So I can get access to health and wellness content. I can get access to the, to the news. I can get access to the weather. All the types of content, again, that we all can access here on our phones. And then lastly is that, is that commerce. I, I, uh, you know, I can't get out and about. You know, I can't drive. The weather's bad due to COVID lockdown. I want to get on to an e-commerce site, Amazon, Target, Walmart, and order things and have them delivered to me. Uh, we, we actually also have Lyft. We have a simplified version of Lyft on GrandPad. So in this, all the cities where Lyft is offered, the seniors can very easily and safely get, get rides. So those are the things that it, it really opens up, again, that enables the seniors to live confidently and independently wherever possible. Now, for folks that, that have serious um, health issues or uh, cognitive issues, there's, there's lots of capabilities within GrandPad that enable that senior to still connect with their family. We've made the, the tools so um, easy and adaptable. And one of those is video calling. The video calling has a feature called um, auto answer or the beam in feature. So if the, if the senior is in a position where they're not able to touch the screen and answer the call like uh, you would on a, on a Zoom or FaceTime or Skype um, with the right consents and permissions and only from people in that circle of trust, their family or caregivers, those people can beam in and say, hey, mom, I'm right here and, and talk with that senior and engage them. You know, maybe they're in a nursing home. So we, we have built in a lot of capabilities so it can work for that whole range of people um, in that super senior category. I loved what you said about, you know, building the confidence and connecting in the content and in the commerce because all of those, uh, they're just all empowering. They're all, they're, they're all fulfilling pieces. You know, we all wanna keep our independence. We all wanna not be shamed into trying to have to learn something and feeling bad if we can't and then kind of poo-pooing it and then still having it hang over our head that we haven't accomplished that. So I, I love the way you guys have structured um, all of this. Um, Nathan, how about you? Anything else that you want to add about improving lives of, of seniors? Well, it sounds like more than just seniors. It's the family. It could be the staff. I mean, because this yeah. is a tool that enhances everybody's um, relationship. I was thinking about the empowering thing. So Laura, you may know, but um, uh, the GrandPad itself, and we may have a chance to show you more images of it, but they all have this big red help button. Um, and this is always, I mean, this is, I think, one of our secret uh, elements of our secret sauce. 
And every single GrandPad user is assigned a GrandPad member experience agent. That's what we call our customer support folks. Um, they're available 24-7, and they proactively reach out to the seniors to actually teach them how to use the GrandPads. And I was just on before this call with a healthcare organization called a PACE organization, Program for All-Inclusive Care of the Elderly, which is um, we do a lot of work with PACE. PACE is responsible for the total care of very vulnerable seniors, seniors that would otherwise be in a nursing home. And so this PACE organization is they're going to get a bunch of grandpads and they're going to put them in the homes of these very vulnerable seniors. Most PACE seniors are also quite poor um, and don't have access to technology. So even if they even if they could use it well, they can't afford it. And most of them can't really do either very well because they're old and they have a lot of conditions, a lot of diseases. And so we're talking to this, um, the healthcare organization themselves, and they brought their IT staff to this meeting. Um, and the IT staff is, you can see them sort of running the numbers. Well, how am I going to do this? And what am I going to have to do? And and the first questions are, well, how do I get them on Wi-Fi? And I said, we don't have to get them on Wi-Fi. We ship grand pads with fully provisioned LTE. And they just looked relieved. And they said, well, what are they going to do when they have questions and they have and they need support on how are they going to get a hold of me? And I said, they don't have to. They just call the they just call the help button, and you can call the same help button and get help. And so some of those things that we've done to empower seniors are sort of bleeding over and they're empowering and taking that burden off of care providers. So these are people who are responsible for every aspect of care for, again, very vulnerable folks. And so for them to have this kind of very reliable digital platform um, that, you know, essentially we provide all the care and service for, it allows them to just know that they can do the work, they can do the care, they can hit the button do the video call, not worry about, you know, we call the senior if the battery gets too low. Hey, can you put it on the charging cradle, right? We teach them how to use the grand pad. If they just, you know, took a bunch of tablets and dropped them off with these folks, they would suddenly be in the position of teaching them how to use it, getting them on the Wi-Fi. So, we're, you know, that high touch model of care that works really well for seniors, we're also seeing how it can work really well for care providers who they need that digital engagement for telehealth, but they don't want to get into the IT business for 85 year olds. They just, they can't do it. And, you know, that's what we do. And so it's, um, that's a, that's a happy marriage too of, of you know, our model um, with the kind of care they need to provide. I, I love that you have that kind of as your special sauce because everybody knows the big question button and it's large enough on the screen. One question I had though, is this something that they have to type in or can they can they talk their question in or is it can it be video? How do, how does the help button work? Yeah, uh, I can uh, I can demonstrate it, but the short answer is they can they can just speak. They don't have to type anything and let me just show you here if if I hit the the help button and I hit call, I'm immediately in less than 15 seconds connected with um, our customer care folks. Those folks, um, uh, there's none of that press one for this, three for this, five for this, you're on hold, enter your customer number. And that's really a, a benefit of, I mentioned our grand advisors earlier. We heard loud and clear from that age group, gosh, when I call you know, my insurance company or my cable company, I've got to talk to a computer. I've got to enter all these numbers. I'm frustrated. And then I'm on hold for a half hour. I'm frustrated before I even get to talk to a person. So we got rid of all that. We answer the phone seven by 24 by 365. Um, Grandpad is often given as a gift on Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas. We know that if the seniors open this on Christmas morning and they have a question, we're there for them. So we answer the phone. So um, we don't we don't make them type a bunch of things. And further to your point, if uh, if I want to send an email, let me just show email. 
um, I can just simply, uh, you'll see it has this kind of letter metaphor. I can say the email is from Michelle on this date and Michelle's picture is there. You don't get these confusing cryptic things like m6530 at gmail.com. I can see it's from Michelle and I can see her name. If I want to send an email message and I want to send it to my son, Scott, I can simply click on his picture. If I want to type out a message, I can. Most of our users just want to speak. And so it records their voice and it does a countdown. I'll show you that. So it's did a countdown and let me know. Now you can see it's recording my voice and the microphone is, uh, is indicating that it's actually recording my all my voice and it can see like hey i'm really happy scott it's uh i i had a, i'm having a really great day i'd love to tell you about it give me a call today so you can hear all the emotion and inflection in the voice i hit send in this example grandpa scott just sent a, a message to his grandson that will show up um, and it's already showed up in my gmail and i can listen to that on my phone as the as the grandson you know maybe i'm in college i'm walking to class and i i can hear my grandpa's voice and so it's really uh simple and easy for both parties and it brings them together um, one of the other things i wanted to mention kind of building off that that is so important is music the power of music and how that can be used as therapy for people that have anxiety who are upset um, it's a great, we're big, we're just huge believers. I encourage all your listeners, if they haven't seen the documentary Alive Inside, um, that really shows how it can be used with for people that suffer from dementia, Alzheimer's, or other cognitive challenges. And so we built a really rich music offering into the product. Let me just show that to you. So I can simply click on the music button and you know, we all know there's an infinite amount of music out on the web, but it's a it's hard to find and then you got to put in a credit card and sign up for a subscription. This I can simply come and let's say I, I like uh, country music. I can just click on the country music button and it's going to play a curated list of country music. In this case, Jerry Lee Lewis. And you can see and I can turn it up really loud. And one of the things is we know many folks in this age group have hearing challenges. It's got dual front facing speakers, super loud, and it puts the music right it, uh, so you can hear it. Now, or I can search and download any music I want. I'll show you one that I downloaded earlier. I like John Denver, Take Me Home Country Roads. The, uh, the seniors, their family or caregivers can curate a little playlist or they can have us do it. And they might have the five or 10 songs there that we know were really meaningful to, to grandpa. And, and we have situations where when the caregivers in a, in a memory unit type of situation, when the caregiver comes in the morning, they have the grandpad sitting there. It's sitting you know, on the, on the bed stand next to the senior. We've got this nice uh, wireless docking station. So it's plugged in, it charges. So it's always has power and they just come in and hit the music button and they'll play those songs, those five or 10 songs just in a loop. And it brings a lot of calm to the senior and, and brings back, you know, memories. So we're just, I wanted to really emphasize 
the music aspect of this because it's such an important tool for this audience. Oh, I agree. My mom, um, that was, I mean, that just always brought her to life. And it was incredible. I mean, she could be even in her end stages and sleeping. And all of a sudden you'd see this little smile sneak on her face and her fingers or toes would start moving and, you know, her dimples, the little glint in the eye when they popped open and, you know, it may not last long, but it's still just giving somebody that, that peacefulness um, that, that brings them that calm of good times. That's right. Know, yeah. Times. Yeah. Yeah. The music and then, and then the, the family photos. So, you know, the family can just simply from their phone, share a picture and those photos show up on grandpad and even if the senior doesn't uh, doesn't pick the grand pad up when it's when it's sitting there, and I'll show that they can uh, the the photos will go into a slideshow, so I can just hit slideshow and this will happen automatically after it sits for a few minutes and it'll start looping through photos that the family's put on. Looks like we've got a, a good meal there and there's some of the grandkids, and so um, you know sitting there next to the senior on their nightstand and they can enjoy. These photos come through, and this is maybe uh, you know Grandpa way back in the day from World War II, I think, and there's some of the grandkids. So, you know, the the family photos really bring back those memories. I liked when you were showing the email too that it had the picture, so it was easy to denote who who you're sending it to or who it's coming from, okay. and that they had the choice to either type or to speak in. And I like that it's it's not translating their speech into type because we know how that goes all the time. Right. And you'd be like, what what were they trying to tell me? You right. know, um, and it is important for people to hear those voice inflections. We can use a lot of words, but the words alone don't tell the story of what's really going on. So I, I think that that's amazing. And it looks just so easy and intuitive to be able to maneuver nice and large, colors are nice and bright. Um, so, uh, and even with the speakers, you know, to know that people do need that help with, with sound at times. Nathan, anything you wanna add to what Scott was talking about? Well, it's interesting. So I, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, Laurie, but you know, when you think about those features and functions on the grand pad, in terms of its ability to communicate with family and friends, it, it is a, we call it a circle of trust or a closed network. So, you know, the people who are connected, trusted sources through our portal are the only ones who can reach it. Um, and that actually has a lot of uh, benefits and applications in the healthcare space as well. So, you know, we talked about our PACE partners, they're giving grand pads out, they'll connect family members to those seniors through the grand pads. Um, and then they'll also use it to do their telehealth and activities and wellness activities and so forth. But because it's still a closed network, what they can count on is that, you know, nobody else is going to contact the senior that way. The senior is not being made vulnerable by the technology. They're not open to scams and solicitation and all of that. And because, you know, we support the technical end of it, um, you know, as I mentioned in every way, including, you know, reminding them to charge it, it's reliable for them. So we have a calendar feature. They can reach out and put calendar events on that uh, grand pad for those seniors to remind them that, hey, you have a clinical visit with a nurse tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Check your calendar. You'll get a reminder about that. So they're seeing really nice high engagement around those things. 
um, they're also seeing, you know, they can see how much activity and, and involvement the seniors having with family and friends so that they're knowing they can get an insight into how lonely and isolated they are. And we all know that, you know, social determinants of health, loneliness and isolation are major factors in healthcare outcomes today. That's, that's an increasingly big, um, uh, you know, part of the way we talk about health and wellness in this country. And um, just, you know, uh, you think about the direct contact that they have with family and friends. One of the other ways that healthcare partners are using the technology is for group activities. So um, Scott's heard this story, but we have a PACE partner in Massachusetts. Um, they have 16 languages spoken in their PACE of about 1,500 people. So 16 languages, big population of Albanian speakers, and these folks don't speak English well. So they're even more isolated, right? It's COVID, <laughs> they're immigrants, they don't speak English. Uh, they're alone and at home. And we translated grandpads into Albanian. So now when they pick a grandpad up, they see Albanian uh, translations. They connect those grandpad users on video calls together. Uh, we have Zoom integration. So they schedule a Zoom call just the way that we're talking now. And all of them get together. They play bingo, they have coffee, they speak in their native tongue. And they said it's just been a just a balm because it's just relieved all this loneliness, isolation, and, you know, really made them feel at home in a new way. So um, the, the individual family connections are amazing, but we're seeing a lot of now use um, from a clinical standpoint of these kinds of group activities. That, that's a social example, but we also see wellness classes conducted that way. And interdisciplinary calls with a you know, family member, a doctor, and the senior, you can get everybody together on that call. They can all see each other. Uh, they can go over care plans together. The senior can hold up medicine bottles and say, you know, they say, are you taking your high blood pressure medicine? And she says, I don't know which one it is. Well, hold the bottle up, right? And they can do little things like, you know, check the rugs for fall risks. That's a major factor for a lot of these healthcare providers. A single fall has, you know, catastrophic financial implications for them, in addition to the health implications for the senior. But, you know, hey, can you, can you turn the grand pad down and show me the rug on your floor? Is that curled up a little? We need to get that down for you. So there's little ways that they can just get, they use this phrase a lot, we need to have eyes on you. We need to get eyes into your home and see how you're doing. So um, a lot of uh, applications. One of the things I wanted to ask, because I wasn't totally clear, maybe it was just me, was is the Zoom an, um, an added benefit going through kind of like PACE in a, a clinic, or is that something standard that you have on the GrandPad? It, it's, it's, uh, it's available if you come to our website, grandpad.net, and buy from us. It's, it's available there. And then with our partners, our B2B or enterprise partners like uh, PACE organization and, and other folks like that, they have access to that feature as well. So we have, we have standard video calling built into every grand pad and that's a one-to-one. -one. So, you know, uh, mom talking to daughter and then Zoom opens up and it's, I want to emphasize, it's easy to use Zoom. It, it is Zoom. The whole family can use Zoom from their desktop or phone. But then for grandma and grandpa, it's a really easy to use and it just shows up. So we brought kind of the grandpad simplicity to that as well. Oh, sweet. You know, I've been using Zoom for ages with my dementia group. And we used to use uh, some more complicated um, versions that were out there. And people with dementia said, if we can use this, anybody can use this. And I mean, yep. they, they just love it. I mean, they just think it's so slick. Everything you're doing is is making it really simple. And I loved what you brought up about 
the scams, you know, that they can't break through. I mean, I got three scam calls this morning myself and it's like, you know, (laughs) and I try not to try not to answer numbers that I don't know, but you do sometimes. And, you know, because it looks looks familiar and to have that protection, not only for the senior, but the families worry so much about that. That's that's a significant piece, too, if if, you know, safety and communication can, can be transformed into this kind of safe capsule for people. I think that's amazing too. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge benefit of GrandPad because we've worked really hard. We call that the, the circle of trust or circle of care. How do you put a, a uh, because sadly what's happened because there is so many scams over the phone, in email, on Facebook. I mean, heck, people coming and knocking on the door that people are so scared they withdraw and they're, they're scared to answer the phone even though it might be their grandson calling them. So what we've done is created a safe walled garden, put the seniors at the center of that, connected them safely and securely with their family, friends, and caregivers. And the seniors know when when grandpad rings, it's someone that I know. That's why video calling is a key part of it too. Not only the only calls or video calls or emails that get through are from the circle of trust. You have to be invited in and validated. But then when they call, and, and, and it can be a phone call, but many of them are video calls, they can see them. And so they can see each other and go, oh, yeah, well, of course, that's my granddaughter. I can see her right there. So it just, it just re- reduces the anxiety and it increases the level of communication and trust. That's fantastic. Was there anything else uh, that you guys wanted to mention about seniors and the access to health care? I would add to what Nathan said and uh, jump in, Nathan, but f- first is creating a digital connection through phone calls, emails, and video calling, and that the video calls are, are rich. We have another feature called real-time texting. So if I have hearing challenges, even though with the loudspeakers, my caregiver or family member can put the words right on the screen and they can see them. And again, it's not captioned, so it's not laggy. I can speak, they can see and read my lips, and the words will show right up on the screen. So that creates a communication. Next is the sharing of data and, and clinical information. So um, we have many of our, our healthcare partners that they'll remotely administer different ways to you know, gather vital signs. So I have the, the body temperature device here. And so they will send out devices. They use GrandPad as the connection and they'll say, okay, we're gonna take your temperature now. Just push the button and hold it on your forehead. And and then uh, uh, and then give me the reading. Oh, it's it's uh, you know ninety eight point two, and they can show it, and everything's fine. They'll do that with blood pressure cuffs and other things. So so it's just like they're in the doctor's office and can gather those. We're also um, are deploying other connected devices like body weight scales. That you know if uh, let's take someone that that has uh, you know body body weight sudden changes in body weight can be an early indicator of congestive heart failure so people that are at risk of that they'll say okay we'll set we're going to set an alarm on your grandpad calendar it's going to remind you three times a day all you do is stand on the scale and then it automatically sends that reading back to your clinician so we have a number of things like that where where grandpad is a communication vehicle that's then gathering those digital health uh, uh, vital signs and measurements and feeding that back to the clinicians. And we've got a whole bunch of things we're working on there. Some of them are really uh, high-tech breakthrough, cool, futuristic things that we'll, we'd love to share with you in a few months. Yeah. So I would just add, Laurie, that, you know, even before COVID and go back 
through the you know journals on healthcare and healthcare changes, and there was talk about the patient-centered medical home. That was kind of the industry phrase, the patient-centered medical home. Um, what's that going to look like? Uh, you know, people have wanted to stay in their homes, avoid going into long-term care and nursing facilities as, as long as they can. Most people want that. Um, I think COVID has only increased that desire. Um, there's fear of nursing homes. Obviously, the cost of those homes is uh, enormous, uh, and it's backbreaking for most families. And frankly, after a year or two, most people can't afford it anymore. And so I think we're going to see more and more interest in that. How do I stay in my home uh, and still feel safe? and still feel connected to my caregivers. And caregivers uh, are also, as I mentioned earlier, under this burden to really provide this kind of wraparound care and, and support outcomes. And how do I get good outcomes? And so they need to be able to keep track of folks and keep an eye on them and manage their wellness and so forth. And so how are we gonna do that in a way that's cost effective, um, that's enjoyable for the seniors, where the seniors can really do it. If I drop off a big medical kit for an 85 year old, I mean, good luck, right? So we, you know, we're trying to fit into that space and be part of that solution where you can do something that is easy and enjoyable and actually helps the senior with their life while actually also helping them with their with their medical care. And the providers doing that, they need to be able, they need to have a, a, a closed universe like Grandpad offers. They need to be able to see what's happening, know what the seniors are doing, and feel supported as they deploy that technology. So that's that's where we're trying to, you know, deploy our secret sauce in the healthcare space as well. Well, I like that. And, you know, when you're mentioning about, you know, the care partner in this, just taking the temperature, recording it or, you know, prompting them to do it and then having to record it where all that's just done automatically is just huge. I mean, that's that's a big burden off care partners and the senior themselves in, in so many ways. Um, and then for them to be able to do it independently um, again, is just another boost to their confidence and their independence, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so it's neat all the futuristic ways you've been adding to this and um, what it's developed into and what it's going to continue to develop into, you know, over time. I'm as bad as COVID's been. I think, uh, you know, it's been a blessing in terms of getting people to appreciate what technology can actually do for us. Um, to live more independently, to live better, to live smarter. I mean, there's there's so many different ways to boost that. So I, I want to know, too, what have families been saying and caregivers and, and care partners with all this? And I'd like to know if you've talked with, like, all ages, from, you know, those great-grandkids to grandkids to the children to, you know, uh, maybe their siblings and spouses, the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's it's in this COVID time, um, we get feedback from the families, what we call the adult children. So 50 year old son who's helping care for 80 year old mom. And it's, it's just, uh, you know, words like it's, it's been a lifesaver. I don't know what we would have done because I'm across the country. I can't travel because of COVID mom's home alone. We can't see her. And so they got grandpad. And one of the things is, you know, we even have simple, safe packaging. So our packaging is, is senior friendly and easy to open. So, you know, the son who lives in Chicago can go onto our website, order this, ship it to his 80 year old mother who lives in Los Angeles, and she can easily open it and, and get started on her own because, you know, there's the whole user's manual. Plug it in, set the grandpad on it, 
and you're up and running. There's no setup. It's already configured. So, you know, been a lifesaver, um, brought our family together. They were able to, you know, as Nathan pointed out earlier, like maybe we can walk around the house. We can see, hey, there's a trip hazard. Uh, we, we had a story where someone, you know, there was a problem that, that a leak in the roof and, and, you know, grandma was home alone. She was able to get on video call, hold it, have her son look at it. He was able to call a contractor and fix the issue. So those kind of things of just uh, eyes in the house and helping um, during this time. But the other side of it is, is end of life. Um, so we know that due to COVID healthcare institutions, you know, can't allow the whole family to come into the hospital in many cases. And so oftentimes grandpad has had to be the way that families can say goodbye and be with their loved one over video, right? And the, we know the caregivers and doctors and nurses in the hospitals, they're just um, so shorthanded and, and working around the clock. They aren't able to go around and help someone with an iPad and Skype and get that configured. Grandpad, they can just, you know, literally set the box in there and then auto answer it's there and they can bring those families together um, really in those difficult times. So we hear that kind of feedback from both the families, the seniors and the clinicians that it's just absolutely been a lifesaver in this, in this challenging time. You know, I want to ask you a question because you said, you know, they get the box and it's all set up. <clears throat> so when you say it's all set up, are, are there, tr is there a trusted circle in there already? you know, pictures, emails, the whole nine yards. Because again, I, I think so many people buy, and, and I'm guilty of it too, buy technology and it's like, eh, I don't really have time to right. set it up. Right. <laughs> Getting it pushed over to the side or you only do portions of it. Um, so you guys set that up ahead of time. <clears throat> That's amazing. We, we do. And and so when you come to our website, grandpad.net, there's lots of information, but you you purchase and you can, buy online e-commerce self-serve if you want or our phone number is at the top of every single page you call our 800 number we're there 24 by 7 we'll take your order over the phone we'll explain it to you when as part of that order capture process again take the example where i scott i'm buying it for my 80 year old mother marlis i say hey here's my mom's address i want it sent to decorah iowa um and then I, I give, I'm given access to what's called Grandpad Central, our portal, and then I can invite my two brothers and my sister-in-law and all the kids and grandkids. They simply get a little email that says, hey, Scott bought Grandpad for, for mom. Click on this link, and they're, it's, so it's a private invitation. They're invited into the circle of trust, and now they're up and running. And what they, they get, they get an invitation to our um, free companion app. And when they go into that free companion app, it's very much kind of a Facebook, Instagram feed. And this is actually my new uh, uh, grandniece. And you can see the family talking about our granddaughter is absolutely perfect. So grandma posted that. Uh, and now the whole family is dialoguing about the beautiful new baby we have in our family. And in this case, it's great grandma. She's the one that gets to see that same picture and be part of that conversation with grandpa. So, um, it's it's it it that setup does happen in advance so that when grandma or grandpa open their grandpad it's already set up for them um we've all went and bought something new at you know best buy or wherever and you got to go through this whole long setup and you're you know i'm confused by the end of that this is done in advance they open it up and it's automatically connected to the internet 
and the first thing they see is the pictures of the kids and grandkids and they're up and running. And that's that's a great example, actually, of, of how a healthcare providing organization can really leverage that family contact because the organization is providing this technology. And sometimes the senior is skeptical. What are you giving me? You know, what am I getting into? Right. They don't they don't know. It wasn't their decision necessary. They have to agree to take it, but they might not have research grant pad on their own. If we can get that trusted family contact in advance, then the minute it arrives and they power it up they'll have with one touch, they can video call a family member. If the family members had time, they'll have a photo stream. We sent one to my aunt Hildy. She's 90 years old. My dad's older sister in a nursing home. No one's seen her in you know, almost a year. She has four kids and I don't know how many grandkids and great grandkids. She is technology phobic. When that grandpad showed up, she had, my cousin told me who's my age, uh, 400 photos and like 30 contacts right out of the gate. She didn't even know what the thing was. And people started calling her and she's hitting buttons and video calling grandkids she hasn't seen. And not only, she, but so it helped her acclimate and get on board quickly. And that's a huge win for a healthcare organization because they're like, we want you to use this. You've got to trust it. And if suddenly there's trusted contacts and they're out of the gate, it makes a big difference. Yeah, our, our goal is that we have a whole awesome team of product designers, software and hardware designers and software engineers our job is to listen to the seniors, observe, and build something that works so easily for them that it, it seems like magic. And I'll, I'll tell you a short story of this. Anna, who was from Minnesota, who was 114 when I got to know her and, and spend time with her. And she was a really beautiful soul. She was, uh, uh, she was born in 1900, okay? So... Um, and she's passed now, but uh, it's about five years ago when I got to spend a lot of time with her, and she was amazing. Um, and and I'll tell you, when I asked her about what are some of the big things that you, when you look back at your life, what are the things that really stand out that you remember? And I, I thought maybe she would say World War II or, you know, man landing on the moon or something like that. But when I asked her this, and this was five years ago, she said, without a pause, she said, the Spanish flu epidemic of 1917. It was terrible. It was so many people died. It was such a horrible time. And, you know, I didn't know that much about that at that time. I went to research and now to see how COVID has affected all of us. But the thing uh, with Anna about the technology is she was, she was going through and she was, she was using this and she was flipping through pictures of her great, great grandchildren and going through and looking at all these photos and when she was doing that, and, and she was one that we learned about when, when we all get in our 90s, our skin will get more kind of dry and papery and leathery. And that if you feel us for us young people, we all have moisture in the tips of our fingers. That's what makes our iPhones and iPads. That moisture is key to having the touch screens work properly. When we get very elderly in our 90s and 100s, and clearly Anna at, at 114, the touchscreens don't work very well. So we've actually modified the user interface. And we also include a special stylus with every, so that, that the stylus works perfectly. It's very natural. So she's flipping through this. And she kept looking at the back of the grandpad. She would look at it like this. And finally, she said, Scott, how, how do you get all those pictures inside of there? Right? And so, you know, no fault of her. She had no concept of the internet or the cloud or touchscreens or any of that. Her mental model born in 1900 was you have physical photos. And so for her, it was magic. And we'd made it so easy that she, she didn't have to worry about how it worked. It just worked. And, and she was enjoying seeing pictures of her family. So that's what we set out to do every day. 
Oh, that's that's wonderful. One of the questions I wanted to ask was, what is the size of the Grand Pad? It's 8.1 inches, and it's a great question. We When we started out uh, seven years ago, we didn't know. We started with a blank sheet of paper. And so working with our grant advisors, we determined that this, because we thought maybe it'd be a phone. They said, this is too small. Um, you know, there's some much bigger tablets, laptops, desktop. Those are too big. So it was kind of a, you know, baby bear, mama bear, papa bear, you know, just, just right. This is kind of in the middle, eight inch, and it's small enough that they can easily hold it in their hand. They can, uh, you've seen me set it on the charger. I can, I can also set it um, on the table with, uh, it's got this uh, kind of fold up uh, case, so I can set it there. But we see seniors, uh, grandma can put it in her purse and take it with her to, you know, when she goes to the doctor. People, grandpa can actually put it in his coat pocket. Um, it's a full phone, inbound and outbound phone. But again, the um, with with a, a safe list of only people in your circle of trust can call you. So it's a mobile phone that they take and it's always, you know, connected to the cloud. And that data connectivity is included. They, they don't have to have, no need to have broadband or Wi-Fi. That's all built in. They do not need to go, you know, get their own cell phone plan from one of the carriers. That's all part of it. Wow, that's cool. The other thing I wanted to ask on it, in terms of type size, is that something that can be adjusted? Yeah, the it, the type size is actually quite large. Um, it it it's it's built in. What we do is a lot of testing on the size of the font, the color of the font, the contrast. You can see it's it's black on white font, so it's that contrast and the and the style of the font. So we go through that and we actually test for the different types of color blindness and make sure that the contrast is there and and works. We also uh, use sound in very specific ways too. I have some of the sounds turned off, but there's click sounds that can be turned on. We actually do have users that have you know severe eyesight issues. We have some users that are actually completely blind and they can use it based on the sound and navigate that way. Amazing, absolutely amazing. How about you, Nathan? Anything else you wanted to add to what Scott was well, saying? Well, just to, yeah, just to touch on the kind of, um, you know, because the GrandPad is really custom built from the ground up and our the support system that it sits upon, if you will, both the technology and the people is all ours, right? Everybody who provides service to a GrandPad is somebody who works for us and the technology they're using to provide service to the GrandPad is all, you know, built by us. It gives us a lot of additional tools that we can use to help people. Um, so so I've had, you know, Scott mentioned the auto answer feature. My Aunt Beverly that I started out talking about was just never answering when we first got our grandpad in there. So we went in through the back end with permissions um, and now hers auto answers. And we've asked the staff there. Um, she didn't have to do it. There wasn't anything she had to push, no buttons for her to push. We could do that from the back end. Um, people lose their grandpads. They just slip into the couch, right? They can't find them. Um, we can set off an alarm on those remotely just by calling our member services. So it is that sort of from the back end, we can help them with a lot of the pitfalls that otherwise, you know, are, are so problematic for folks at that age. And it is just because we've kind of designed the whole thing from the ground up to be senior friendly. I like that lost and found button that <laughs> you can yeah. call in and, and have it beep so that you can find that. Um, uh, that's Very loud. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. How long does the battery last on it? Yeah, um, well over a day. So what we what we tell people um, is at night when when you go to bed, put the grand pad in the cradle and it will sleep too. If you want, have the cover open. We'll quietly flip through the slideshow in the background. It will put the time, uh, the date and time up. 
So, you know, Wednesday, January 1st, noon, you know, at 1, 10 p.m., people like to see that. But um, otherwise, I can close the cover and it completely goes to sleep and then it, it charges. So it's, it's more than a day, but we say just put it on the charger at night. Oh, I like that it can be a clock because people do mm -hmm. like to see that and, and have that. Can you set it as an alarm to get up and all of those kind of fun things too? Um, there, it has a built-in calendar that you can put alerts in, um, so people use it that way. They also use uh, one of the surprising use cases. So it has, uh, I'll show you, a little set of uh, utilities, kind of the toolbox. And uh, so magnifying glass, flashlight calculator. But uh, we were amazed how popular the flashlight is, you know, so really simple, turns the flashlight on. And there it is. So um, people have it sitting on their bedstand at night and they wake up in the middle of the night, need to go to the bathroom. This is their flashlight. The power goes off because this is a battery and power goes off on their phones. If they have cordless phones or whatnot, those might not work. People will use this. We've got numerous reports like people during a hurricane or something. This, this was kind of their go-to device that they can use. Fantastic. Keep it close by, know where it is, and, and set it on its little plug-in stand to recharge when you're not using it, because we never know when we're going to be in those in those situations, that's for sure. Those protocols of, you know, when to charge it and so forth, that's all part of what the customer service or member experience folks do when they, you know, bring the senior on board and teach them how to use the grand pad. Um, you know, they're, that's what they're walking through. Um, and part of it is, you know, we found that there's a lot of anxiety around battery life. I could never call my mom on her iPhone because she'd always have it off. I said, Mom, why is your iPhone off? She's like, Well, I'm saving the battery. <laughs> well, what are you saving it for? Right? I mean, she's so you know, it's just because she didn't know how long is it going to last. She doesn't know, and um, so that's part of what we do is just to get them familiar and empowered is another way of saying it too. If you feel empowered over the technology, you'll use it more. So, well, it doesn't sound like there's much out there that you guys haven't thought of at all. You know, regarding this system, I think it's absolutely fantastic. How can the Grand Pad be used by family and professional in order to support the well-being we've talked about connections i mean we've talked about a lot of different things but is there anything that we've we've missed um, yeah one one key feature i want to make sure we talk about especially with um some of the folks in in your audience is is cognitive stimulation what are what are activities that we can do to to help people help people keep their mind very active and and let me show one here so we have a whole set of games all the way from uh, really, you know, simple games like slots. Uh, and I'll just turn the sound off there and you can see that. So, you know, that's that's a fun game. There's really uh, no skill involved in that. But let's go over and look at one that might be very relevant here is the memory game. So this is kind of the good old fashioned uh, match two kind of card game and I can set it on easy. So it's like cards on a table, but instead of the cards, it's it's pictures of the family members, right? So there's pictures of the family members. So right there, it's 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 cognitive stimulation of me recognizing people in my family and needing to match those. And so every touch and every tap is is measured. And with our healthcare partners, this this information can be supplied to them and measured. So as part of someone's therapy plan, they might ask them, hey, we'd like to, and we're going to put it on your calendar. We're going to, we're going to have you play um, three of the memory games each day. 
and they can they can measure their performance on that. So this particular on the easy setting, the average 82 year old can easily complete that sequence on average 35 seconds. Um, if someone is having cognitive challenges or you know had a stroke and all of a sudden their cognitive performance changes, they can see that change in behavior over time. And and again, I can I can set it very um, I can make it very difficult. So if I say hard. Look how many there are is to remember. And this particular one is set as horses. And the horses are very subtly different. I mean, this really takes some fantastic memory. So that's a way that it can be integrated either by the family or by a caregiver into an activity and therapy. Again, it's, it's, it's providing feedback to the senior and their circle of uh, care. So games is another key feature that we have built in and there's a whole host of games that are very um enjoyed everything from bingo to blackjack to to memory so to to play um like two people do they have to be in the same room or can you play through the the grand pad together yeah it's a great question so um to, today they can they can play against the, the computer so the senior by themselves is playing against the computer it has two person where they can be in the same room we actually are working on right now a multiplayer game where the people are spread all over and they can play kind of words words with friends style types of games. Cool. Mm -hmm. Nathan, anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, just to add, it's a, um, a, a fairly new feature we're working on. There's still components of it that are in development, but um, we call it Wellness Check. And so what Wellness Check allows you to do, and this is really more for a care providing organization like a PACE, you know, one of those organizations that's doing the wraparound care and they would be the ones um, maintaining care for the senior from a clinical standpoint, but they can configure questions that are pushed out to the seniors on a schedule that they want. Um, and they can make those questions really anything that they that they want them to be. And the senior will get those three, four, five questions. They can do a set in the morning, a set in the evening. Um, those can be, you know, condition specific. So if I've got COPD patients and I want to ask them certain questions about their current symptoms and so forth, but they can also be cognitive questions of things that they want to gather their responses to. And they can also be fun, right? So I, I want to keep them interested. I don't want this just to be a drag. I'm going to get asked questions about my diabetes every morning. That's a pain. That's no fun. Uh, but, oh, today they're asking me questions about, you know, swing bands in the forties. And I really love talking about Fletcher Henderson. So I'm going to answer those questions. So it's just just really configurable and flexible and it's just another way to both you know get engagement get the senior interested and engaged cognitively stimulated as well as collect you know what could be useful clinical information from them. wonderful and i saw when you held up it had internet so they could go out and search the internet as well um, yep. they, they can we have what's called a simple safe browser and that's an option it can be turned on or off by either their clinician or the family member um, if if they have that enabled uh, within that, it can set um, it can set preset internet sites, or it can be set to allow them to search freely anywhere. So let's go there, and so you can see things like there's the AARP, or if I want to go to Target and go shopping, um, I can go. And now I'm on Target's website, and this is their normal website, but I don't have to remember www.target.com and type that out. It's just very simple. I can have preset, you know, I can go to Mayo Clinic's website or my insurance company, my UHC. And then when I'm, I'm done, I go back and I'm in the standard GrandPad interface. So it, it makes the 
power, it gives them the power and access to the internet, but in a safe and simple way. What a great gift this would be for Valentine's Day to be able to, to set up. I don't know if you could get it out that quickly, you know, to people, but... Uh, we sure can. <laughs> with that yeah. coming up. Are you seeing um, many of the um, residential communities purchasing this for their residents as, as part of I mean, to me, I think part of a greeting and integration package, this would make a lot of sense, mm -hmm. especially with COVID. Um, yeah. and it would decrease um, the workload and the stress load that staff are having trying to connect families and, and, and stress loads of families trying to connect with their loved ones when something like this happens. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the caregivers in, in facilities are just overwhelmed now. Um, I, I know what the facility in Iowa where my aunt is, so many of the workers got COVID that they had to bring in contract workers from out state to help cover because um, they didn't have enough staff. So absolutely, we are in many facilities. Oftentimes, it's the family who buys it for their mom or dad who's in the facility, or oftentimes it's you know through the, the facility or the caregivers themselves. So both both models work. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hear from families all the time you know, about uh, connecting. In fact, I had someone reach out to me the other night where they were wondering, what are they going to do? Their mom's running out of money. They've got to switch communities. And, mm -hmm. you know, their choice is all the family pitches in and she can stay there, or do they move her while she could still adapt to mm -hmm. a shared room ahead of time? But one of the family members is long distance, and they're like, then she can't communicate. Right. Because they, they have used a uh, granny cam, you know, um, system, but this would work beautifully for them. Yeah, absolutely. And it could be sitting right there. And the nice thing is not it's not just that video call when the family calls, but in between they can be doing the games, they can be doing the photos, weather, music, all the other things. So it becomes a tool that the seniors can use 24 hours a day. You know, we know there's um, a lot of anxiety and unrest. They're in a new facility, they can't sleep. They, they pull this out and it's a source of comfort. They can, you know, we know that seniors will go through those photos of the kids and grandkids hundreds of times because that's their family, that's their legacy. They can comment on those photos and share their reflections back with the family. So it, it really is a great way to stay connected. Now, I'm going to ask another question because I think one of the fears of, of having something like that in a community sometimes is, will, will it get stolen? Is there a tracking system on this? You know, like with your phone, you can like, okay, it's on yeah. fourth and cedar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know we're, we're asked that question all the time by facilities and they worry about it, uh, but we really haven't had a problem. And, and here's why. If you know, iPhones or iPads, if they're stolen, have intrinsic value. They're something fensible. The bad guys can go sell them on the on the you know on the street or on the black market. Grandpads don't because if it's stolen, um, they report it stolen to us. We can remotely brick it and wipe it, and it's just a useless piece of glass. So the bad the bad guys actually over time are smart. They know. I'm not going to steal this because there's nothing I can do with it. And there's no confidential PII types of personal information on that. You noticed when we did the email, it never showed the email address of the grandson. It was a picture. So we've really thought about the safety and security and, and that issue. 
like Nathan pointed out, occasionally they get misplaced. We can, you know, ring the alarm. We can we can track them and so on. But if they do get stolen, we can remotely brick it. But across, you know, we've shipped tens and tens of thousands of these across the world, and it just hasn't been an issue. Okay, so it's not an iPad. They can just go hook up and realign with something else. It'd be kind of almost fun to have a thing on there if they were worried that it's got stolen. We. We know where you are. We know who you right. are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will ring the it will ring the alarm for sure. But you know the other the other part of it, what we found is, just like all of us, we hang on to our cell phones. And if we misplace our phone, I, I saw a stat about this. People know if their phone is missing on average within seven minutes. Like they're where is it, and then they go hunt it down before it's really really lost. Like you leave it in a cab, you go oh, and you call the taxi and you get it back. It's similar, um, and it's two things. One is they really become, they, they, this is their lifeline. This is their connection to their circle of trust. And we've seen really beautiful things where grandma will crochet a little handbag for it. They keep track of it. Like it's their go-to, just like uh, us and our phones. So and the other thing is, you know, it's it's valuable to them. I mean, uh, they, they believe that it has a very, very high monetary value. So they just keep good close tabs of it. Yeah. One of those priceless items for sure. Yeah. Now I know our listeners are are going to wonder what's the, what's the cost. Are you, okay? Is that something you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. And and I don't know if it's easy for me to share, Lori. I can put something sure. on the screen. So if you come to our website, grandpad.net, uh, you'll see right now is uh, Valentine's uh, Day, and we actually have a promotion. You can come and get a chance to win a free Grandpad. You'll see our 800 number is literally on every page. So we want you to come talk to us. There's live chat here. You can click and, and if you are shy and don't wanna talk on the phone, you can talk to an agent via a live chat. Uh, most of our, our, well, our customer care, we call member experience agents. They're in Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Uh, we have some in South Carolina and some in Ireland as well but they're available seven by 24. They're all our employees and, and they're, there's none of the, like I said, no press one for this, three for that. A human being will answer the call within 15 seconds. They'll answer your questions. You can look and learn all about the product details here or what's included and the different apps and so on. There's a, a video here that really does a full walkthrough and you know tells you exactly what's included and, and everything and then at any time you want to uh, find out about the pricing you, and you can see it right here. And so it's the nice thing is you don't have to buy anything. It's just a rental or pay as you go monthly payment. So you can either just do a monthly payment of 79 per month, or you can subscribe for one year paid up front, 696, which is the equivalent of, of $58 per month. And it includes all the hardware, it includes all the apps, all the music, includes 24 by seven customer care, and it includes that uh, data, 4G LT data. So you do not need to have internet in your home. Um, the average cost of internet in people's homes nowadays is $55 a month. This, you get all the hardware, the case, the stylus, the charger, all the apps, 24 by seven customer care, and uh, for the equivalent of 58 a month. And the important thing, there's no contract. Um, you know, in this case, you sign up, you pay for a year up front if you want. Six months later, for whatever reason, if you decide you don't want it, you call us, you return the hardware. We give you a shipping label. You send it back to us. And we turn off your subscription and credit back the unused portion. So it's just kind of real simple. 
no nonsense. We want you to be satisfied. And, um, you know, what we find is people get it and they use it the rest of their life. Um, our, um, some of our original customers that started with us six years ago still use it to this day and they say they'll use it the rest of their life, which we hope is a long, long time. Wow, fantastic. And like you said, you don't have to have the internet. You don't have to have a phone that you have to go out and buy. Everything is just in that one easy to use piece. And this story is for you know consumers. If you're buying it for your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, if, if you have businesses, again, you can come to grandpad.net and then you can see for businesses here. And this gives more details on our business offering, what we call our enterprise offering. So, you know, if you're a facility or a home care provider, this really goes into all the details about what's available um, on the B2B or business enterprise side. And there you can see some of the connected digital health devices like body weight scales and so on, uh, blood pressure cuffs, and what the portal that the clinicians can access to see like the body weight of one of their patients. And so um, again, you can learn all about this, but same thing, if you want to get more information, you can just go to that contact us button. There's a uh, special number for enterprises to call, or if you want to fill out a, a little information form, and then one of our enterprise uh, sales folks will, will contact you and explore and provide more details. So it's kind of the two ways, either direct to consumer, which is grandpad.net, or you can come and see the business offering on grandpad.biz. Fantastic. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing so much time with us today. I really, really appreciate it very, very much. Now they can, again, go to grandpad.net and get information. They can also email either of you by going to scott at grandpad.net or Nathan, and your last name is V-O-G-T at grandpad.net. And their 1-800 number is 800-704-9412. And don't forget to check them out on Facebook. Just put in grandpad, you'll find them there, or grandpad um, underscore social on Twitter or Instagram as well. I can't wait to talk to you next time and hear what else you've added to this. This is absolutely a fantastic technology in so many ways, providing great service and, and comfort, not only to the senior, but their family and to the staff that serve them. So thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us, Lori. And I would just close by asking all your listeners pick up the phone today and call this one of the super seniors in your life, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, a neighbor, a friend, call them on the phone. If you can video call them even better, but it just means the world to them. So many seniors are very isolated and lonely right now, especially due to COVID. So um, we're all busy, but that five minutes is, it will mean the world to them. I so agree. Well, thank you again. And thank you to our listeners. I hope you like, click and share this show. This is technology that can be used by so many to bring comfort into so many families. So thank you again. We'll talk soon. Bye now. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.